Hey, this is Headmosh Podcast. I'm Todd Norman. Thinking about new technology, old technology, new media, digital media, all sorts of things like that. Uh, I went to art school in the 90s, late 90s, and Photoshop was just starting to be used a lot um, and work really well on computers. Actually, it didn't work that well and um, it crashed a lot. But that was considered like a new technology or new media in that, at that time. And now it's like industry standard and digital media and iPads with Apple Pencils. All that stuff is completely integrated into the art making process. And I just was thinking about this this morning. Does it matter what you're making your artwork in? I don't think it does, but I think it's good to explore different mediums and feel what it feels like to draw on an iPad and what you can do with an iPad and how fast with digital you can iterate so fast and you can make a copy of, you know, you can have a background drawing that you really like and then make 10 copies of it. And with the explosion in things like NFTs where you can draw the eyes, the mouths, the ears, the hair, 10 different versions of each and then put it into a computer program that will combine all those randomly and set up a set of 10,000 different drawings. Um, why does that matter? You can set up sets of things that have, you know, um, statistical rarities because of the way that they're put through a computer program and uh, different ways of making things rare or not rare it's just an interesting uh, once again another way to make artwork and how artwork and collectibles have started to merge is in the nft world that's how it's happening um i was thinking about photography in the 90s uh, digital photography was just starting to get better the cameras were able to take better and better photos and the cost of taking really good photos just went down really really fast a film is is expensive it's got a great feel but if you're learning how to frame a shot and practicing photography film is expensive way to practice a lot of people did it and still do it and people still make movies with film and digital and all those different things they just at the end of the day they have a different feel and as far as editing and computers i think most people agree that editing is easier on a computer than um, the old school ways of cutting cropping framing but at the end of the day it's a, it's just a different feel um it was it's great to print your own photos in a dark room with different types of paper black and white photography is so rich and luxurious the way it feels um and you can learn and this is where the most interesting part of all of this or the most important part is when you learn what light does and even if you're a painter, light and how you're showing 
light off bouncing off objects and kind of representing the world that we see around us that's a lot of what photography is you start to look at things and how things are lit and what time of day it was and and people that don't take photographs without with that kind of eye aren't really noticing things like overexposure and underexposure and 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 uh you know what color is in the background and is it is it blown out in the background and so lighting becomes your focus and if you're in movie making or filmmaking lighting and and framing the shot is is a huge part of filmmaking um and it's just aesthetics the way things look so the, the more you get into that world the more sensitive you become to it until it just becomes second nature where you are noticing how you like to frame things and how it feels so as i've been making this podcast something new that's come in something that i've explored a little bit in the past but it's new for me is sound how does it work digitally what are these sound files what happens when i put them through a compressor what happens when i put it through a um, a high, I don't even know the vocabulary yet, that's part of it, a high pass, a low pass. What happens when the microphone is too close? What happens when it's too far away? What's a good mic? What's a bad mic? All these different things that we just take for granted and then when you start to dig into and you're making a sound recording that uh, the volume's right and things like that and those are things like with photography and video making I kind of got the basic understanding of it so as I've been getting into making this podcast you are entering or I am entering a world where some people are experts in sound I'm learning all the vocabulary and how to put sound, sound files together there's an app called ferrite that I'm using um, I'm just starting to mess around with GarageBand a little bit to put together some different sound techniques um, but I'm mostly just using my iPhone and um, a mic with a adapter that plugs into the iPhone so I can get good sound off my voice and I don't feel like I need to upgrade anything at the moment it just feels pretty good it's mostly me understanding the um, you know what filters to run through and make my sound a little bit better. Um, so, what made me think of all this is, is um, you know how technologies change, how photography has changed, and even things like letter writing. Uh, I love keeping old letters and things that I got from my grandparents or my parents, and. Um, these things are, are slowly changing into different things and, and digital media is there's so much of it it's hard to keep track and keep good archives but you know I'm looking at a film um, contact sheet contact papers when you not contact paper a contact sheet is when you would take all the film and lay it out and make an exposure so you could see generally like what you got on your film and it and this this sheet is I used the film to make a picture overall so I took a picture of a landscape in a grid format so all these pictures together make up a, a bigger picture and it's just 
a fun thing to do with photography. Um, and, and the medium and the media will push and pull your work in different directions. You know, when you're making a podcast, it's all audio. And so, you know, I'm, you're listening to me in your earphones. I'm kind of speaking directly to you with my voice, which is different than if you were to read something that I wrote down. And, um, you know, it's different hearing Stephen King's real voice than reading Stephen King in a book form. So I think that, I think about people like, the first time I heard Jack Kerouac's poems read out loud by Jack Kerouac, it just changed the way that I thought about him. And, you know, the, the first time I heard um, Gary Snyder speak out loud in person at a microphone in Ann Arbor or Amiri Baraka, um, you know, at, in Ann Arbor telling us to go back to our communities and, and to give back whatever awesome opportunities we've had and there's a difference and it's something unique it's like going to a concert and seeing the person live it really does change the way you think of someone and see that they're a real human being and I think artists and, and audiences need to remember that and stay connected to each other that way too Thanks. Those are my thoughts today. I was thinking about when I was younger, I played a lot of baseball. And one of my favorite things to try to learn how to do was to throw different pitches. One of the pitches that I learned, my dad taught me, was a knuckleball. <laughs>